Yo, 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 what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Selena's Underground Podcast. <laughs> you look at Selena's news, culture, poets, or tarot manufacturers. <laughs> Actually, I guess you didn't make the paper right. But um, we, we, we're back to getting to having normal guests. It's, it's been a, a year of not having a lot of guests on, in the studio for obvious reasons. You know, I don't like people. No. <laughs> Um, Actually, though, are you an introvert? I say I am okay. because I, I feel that I am, but I do this, you know, yeah. and, and when you like I, I approached you out, you know, like I, I have no problem going up to strangers and being like, Yo, what's up with you? Yeah. But at the same time, I am yeah. getting a little closer. I mean, I also feel like one on one conversation. It's a little different from my group. You can hear me, right? Yeah. Now, okay, can yeah. you hear it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I had the wrong mic on. You're good. No, I was just saying, like, because I'm, I'm an introvert, but I like one-on-one -on -one conversations. I'm, like, very comfortable when it's just one person. But when it's a group setting, that's completely different for me. Then I get so drained. I'm like, okay, I'll be here a little bit, and then I'll go home, <laughs> refresh. Yeah. I, okay, yeah, that... Yeah, I'm that person, you know, that you're in the group and you're like, wait, I haven't said anything in like four minutes. Mm -hmm. Like, should I talk? And then you're all feel all weird. It, it's weird. Yeah, because when I tell people, oh, yeah, I have insecurities or, or I'm an introvert or something. They're like, you? No way. <laughs> you kind of want to talk. Dude, no, when you see me, those are the happy moments, you know, like yeah. you don't see the, the depths. Yeah. I mean, I think people misunderstand what introvert means because it, it just means like you need your alone time and like that's where you get your energy. You know, like I can't constantly be like party to party to party because then like I'll have no energy. Yeah. But some people get their energy from that. Like some people oh, like I when see. they're in groups, then they like feel enlivened and they're like, they. that's why they keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Two and a half minutes into the show, people are like, who is that oh, other yeah, boy? Yeah. Like are the voices <laughs> in his head audible now? <laughs> like, <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so like I said, I do do have a guest with me today, Samira. Yeah, Samira. Right. Samira, yeah. Samira the Sapphic Siren. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> I like that's, say my full artist name. <laughs> it, yeah, it's like a tribe called Quest. You got to say the, the whole thing. And you are a, a poet, and I don't want, I, I keep wanting to make a joke about the tarot card manufacturer thing, but no, you're a poet mo mainly, right? Yeah, mainly a poet, tarot card creator, you could say. But I I go. do tarot readings too, so I'm also a tarot reader. Yeah, mainly a writer. Yeah. Okay. See, this is this town is full of great people. But anyway, I want I for the listeners and for myself as well because you know just a quick bio about us. Yeah. <laughs> I met you like a two weeks ago, a week ago. Yeah. I yeah I would see you working at a coffee shop, and it was just like she's doing something. <laughs> and again, because of this and my natural nosiness, yeah, I'm just like, what is it? And eventually, I saw you at a bar where, the, again, a little bit more courageous after you yeah. have a couple of beers. So I was like, dude, what do you do? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. So I know very little about other than you do your poetry. And you're one of the few non-Mexicans mm -hmm. that have been on the show. And so I'm so curious. Yeah. For the listeners and for myself, are you from Salinas? Uh, no, so I, I'm from San Jose, Vallejo, and then here. Okay, yeah. oh, damn, sorry. You're like, uh, you feel like you're in a farm town or some shit? No, not really. <laughs> so, I don't, in the beginning, before this, you know, we were talking about Salinas, and, like, you were talking about how it has a bad reputation. 
I didn't hear anything about that. <laughs> like, honestly, I knew few. nothing about Selena's. I knew like oh, cool. zero. You know, so when I came here, I feel like I got to. I like it that way. I feel like I get to like experience what it actually is. You know. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Because when you have expectations, whether good or bad. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It does change change the perception. Yeah. But no, it it was like pretty recent, a few months ago that I moved. Oh really? Well, okay, December. Well, okay, like maybe more than a few months ago. But yeah, still. But within the last year. Yeah, yeah. Oh damn. Okay, I don't know why. And did you come here for work? No, I. Vallejo. (laughs) (laughs) What? I love Vallejo, but (laughs) but um no, because my tarot cards are online. My Etsy is online. Yeah. But I honestly like felt called to come here. And okay, so because I do tarot readings, hopefully you already like know that I'm like into spirituality, so you don't get weirded out when like I interviews over. Like things are moving around. Yeah, but like, oh yeah, I, yeah. I I felt called to come here, and I I actually like heard the name Salinas like <laughs> when I was like in the <laughs> I was in the bathtub. What? Yeah, but like that's like when I'm. Like, Are you watching the movie like my, Selena? No, I was just in the bathtub, but that's kind of like my most relaxed, like meditative state, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was in a really like pretty bad place then. And I was just like trying to relax and like figure out what, what are my next steps? Like, how do I get out of this? Yeah. Like I need like some goal, like I need like some vision, like something to like, you know, focus on. Mm And I, I heard Selena, so I was, I was like, okay. <laughs> like, I didn't know anything about it. And did you know it was a city at that point? Like, did you know we existed? Yeah, because I was kind of thinking, like, imagining a map in my head. Uh-huh. Like a map of California. And I was like, okay, where should I go? And that's that's when I was hearing Selena's. So oh, I knew it was okay. A yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. That's so cool. And Dude, now I'm all like, wait a minute, and you're here? And this is the show that... that- <laughs> talks about Selena's and and I want to in your face Monterey she didn't get called there no <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel comfortable there to be honest it's yeah it's very corporate very you know, very white it's very white <laughs> um and well you're and what is your background how do you ask that without sounding weird because uh, you're not white <laughs> yeah yeah I mean for that I mean you're if it's like how I look then like, that's just my ethnicity, right? Oh, there you go. Yeah, what's your ethnic background? So, I am Tamil. And a parent, do you speak the language? Tamil, yeah, I do. <laughs> I was, well, because uh, we, we our anime podcast recorded earlier, and I mentioned that I was going to interview you, and they said that that's, like, a very rare language. Oh, no, it's actually, like, one of the, there's a lot of people who speak Tamil. It's, like, one of the oldest languages, but also, like, it has a large amount of people who speak it in the world is there any word that people that don't speak it would recognize that like that it's somehow come across to like english usage you're like hey that 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 word has that oh you mean like what are related languages I don't yeah like um because like a like a white person will say like a chihuahua you know nowadays it's like that spanish word has come over here oh is there any word that we use in common language that nobody would have any idea? Like, hey, that actually comes from. Okay, I'm not a linguist. That's why I don't, that's why I don't know <laughs> right. this. But um, no, that is a pretty fucking loaded question. There, there's a history of colonization in 
there are Tamil people in Sri Lanka and also southern India. And there is a history of colonization on both of those homelands. Mm-hmm. And what I know of in in what is now southern India, the British had colonized that. So there's a lot of words in like British English that actually some of them come from Tamil. Oh, yeah okay anyway i'm going way too far into the weeds into that we are not here to <laughs> to have that that conversation you know uh there's one word i actually just heard about this because i'm on you're, you're into audio do you use clubhouse no oh okay you should maybe think about that well, I didn't, I didn't. it's like it's a social media app and it's pretty new and there is a lot of tamil people on the app so i started like going on the app seeing if i could start to form an online community for myself because i don't really have an in-person community and someone on that app is a linguist and they were actually like talking about a word that like came from tamil and then due to like colonization by the british it's now an english word and i don't remember what the word is <laughs> that was my- it's cost the cost? word is cost oh. apparently that comes from a tamil word so the tamil word is casa oh okay <laughs> and wait like cast no, cost, like oh. C-O-S-T. Oh, okay, yeah, that's like what I money. thought I was going to yeah. say. Was I didn't pronounce it the whole time? What? <laughs> yeah. Okay, see, that's exactly what that. See, we've used that all the time. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. That's so cool. Cost. And now every time I say that, I'm going to be like, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I speak another foreign language, you know. <laughs> but anyway, like I said, this this I want to get back more about your personal bio and history. How, how long have you been doing the writing thing? You've been writing your whole life? N- not my whole life, but... Like years. Like the first two years, I didn't write too much. <laughs> yeah. A lot of crawling, a lot of crying. Uh, but uh, yeah, I would say like a few years at least. But it's probably been more. <laughs> did you go to school for it? No. I, when I was first writing, it was just like I needed to. Like, I needed to express myself. I was like depressed at the time. And when I say depressed, I don't mean casually. I mean like I was in a depression. Mm-hmm. And it was a very needed outlet very necessary outlet for me and then i didn't perform that or anything but it was just how i would like release a lot of my emotions so that they wouldn't be like held in my body yeah you know mm-hmm. and then two years ago i want to say two years ago that's when i took poetry really seriously <laughs> and i worked at a bar at the time and it was very slow so some of the shifts that i would work were very slow so I would just be like writing poems on napkins and like, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. And and I think that made me want to do it more because like the poem is so short that you can do it in between shifts. You can actually like do it when you don't have the time to write like a big book or like yeah. body of work, you know? Yeah. Then like I collected enough poetry that I could. I could put together a book if I wanted to right now, but I felt like I wanted to make it a tarot deck instead. Yeah, and that's where it's so interesting. And that's what you did, yeah. right? They're right here in my hand. And so each one of these cards has one of your poems on here. Yeah. And why are they different colors? Two of swords. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like... I'm not going to you- like get... Hit by lightning by holding this right? <laughs> Hit by what? Lightning. Oh my god. <laughs> like you're messing with the deck. <laughs> I mean, if so, I hope it's like a good kind of electricity. <laughs> like what card was he holding? What card was he holding? <laughs> but like if you've seen a traditional tarot deck, they have a lot 
of colors and like the colors and visuals in general. And because this is poetry, there's not that much visuals, but the poems that I write, they're very symbolic. So it's a different kind of symbolism, you know? But I was, I wanted to include some visual factor in it. So that's why they're all like different colors. So each color kind of has a different mood or feeling, you know? Okay. But those are specific to your deck. They, they're not like standard. I don't know. I feel like there are some standard feelings to every color. Yeah, right. You yeah. know, like when people see like blue, some people feel calm, some people feel sad. But like those are like two very common like feelings people get from blue, you know, or like with yellow, like some people feel happy with like the some people say it's creativity. And then in there's like also like each color has like a chakra there's like different chakra colors and so like for that like yellow is like your personal power so yeah i feel like there's some things that are standard i think culturally so yeah no that's and that's what's so interesting because i'm looking up chakra colors now <laughs> <laughs> so you did lean on your you know this is a also a cultural because obviously it's this is not like you know if it was a mexican thing it doesn't have like nopales and, and stuff like that you know you're not expressly stating that oh this is you know from somebody with from this background but you did use that when you know when you created them kind of i mean i would say that's more so in my poetry i would say my poetry oh. more so like every single poem is from me so like all my identities are in there you know all my experiences are in there the colors i mean yeah i guess somewhat <laughs> and i mean i i do think like the types of colors i chose they're kind of like in south asian fashion right and unexpected it's a really nice deck i mean this is an audio show <laughs> but i mean it, it's based i mean we've all seen playing cards it, it, but they're much shinier than that it has your name, Samir, the sapphic siren. What does that stand for? What does that mean? Oh, you know, okay. So I know what a siren is. I don't know what sapphic is. Oh, sapphic is like woman loving. I'm queer. So yeah, sapphic is just like an umbrella term for like any queer people who are perceived as women, who also like women. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's cool. Oh my God. You learned. You're all learning with me today. That's so cool. <laughs> that's... A- and also, well, I've noticed I haven't read all of them, but I'm just going through a couple of them and reading them. They're they're very personal poems. Exactly. And you share them publicly now. Was that difficult at first? Well, I used to. I don't as much anymore perform them publicly. Oh, re- that's yeah. kind of cool. It'd be like, if you want to get them, you got to buy my deck. Yeah, exactly. You have to pay. Yeah. <laughs> There's only so much I will do for free, especially when it's, you know, something so personal. Yeah. Uh, well, and if people, if they're curious, if people are listening and they're like, well, I want to see this deck, where can they see it? Where can they purchase it? It's on my Etsy. My Etsy is Tarot T Poetry. So Tarot, T-A-R-O-T, and then T as in like drinking tea, T-E-A, okay. and then poetry. What's your favorite kind of tea? Uh, I like lemon a lot. But okay, yeah, I like lemon, ginger. Ginger tea's really Ginger's good. Ginger, yeah. yeah. Recently, because uh, some of my colleagues are are indian and so at 2 30 every time they drink tea oh. and i was like dude why don't they put milk like it looks different you know so i'm like i want to try that what is that and it was a ginger black tea mm. and it was so good uh-huh. it was so good and because i love ginger tea as well but it had uh-huh. i mean they put milk in it and stuff. yeah i mean so i'm tamil and 
Tama people love coffee. <laughs> oh, <laughs> does it uh, grow? Huh? It, does it grow over there? Is that why? Or? Oh, I don't know if that's why, but culturally, you know, there's there's a lot of coffee in Tam Tamil culture. Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up more like loving coffee, but it's a different kind of coffee. Like it's Tamil coffee tastes different yeah. than like American coffee. You know, the way you make it is different. It's stronger and sweeter and just it's different. <laughs> North Indian, I would say, people have a lot of tea in their culture, and it's chai, like it's called chai. Oh. And so now that's kind of like been appropriated into like chai tea lattes and things here. Oh, well, that's where that I'm learning. So I wish I had a note, my notebook. Uh -huh. I'm like, what? I'm learning so much. Yeah, because they're from Gujarat. Is that that's yeah, Northern North India? In, North okay, India, well. yeah. That makes sense. So that was probably chai. You had ginger chai. Oh, okay. I'm going to tell them. That. They get so, such a kick when, because I, I know a little bit of things about yeah. the, the culture. So you haven't performed. Did you used to perform like at coffee shops or or, or how would you just stand on the street uh, corner and be like, listen to my poetry? Uh, <laughs> I never did that, but I did perform um, in San Jose in some places. But like it was, it never felt right for me to be honest i did it because it was what people said like oh this is your next step as an artist you know this is how you start making a name for yourself and people start finding you but that didn't feel good for me you know just performing didn't feel good for me so but you still write i still write yeah and or is the tarot card or the tarot deck constantly changing well i made two versions so it changed once this is the second version, the one you have in your head. And it has different poems from the first? The poems are the same. It's mostly the colors that changed and the print quality. You're new to Salinas. What, what is, you know, without, you didn't have any impressions of it before. What, what are your impressions now? Well, I got here during COVID, right? Yeah. So it's been very hard for me to really, like, have an impression yet because I haven't been included in much. <laughs> Sounds kind of sad. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Selena's, bro. Come on, be nice. <laughs> You're just standing there, like, invite me in. <laughs> but uh, you did, so that's cool. Yeah, see, exactly. Yeah. And now people are going to listen to this, all the hundreds of millions of followers. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? We need to find her. We need to invite her. We need her deck. That's the main thing. Buy the deck. You should pull a random card, see what you get. Okay, I'll just. Oh yeah, this is five of cups and it's purple and it says even if you're not given much choice you have inherited a ferocious voice mm -hmm. do you remember writing that poem i do it was part of a longer poem really? that was one of my favorite poems that was when i was really really into poetry and like rhyme and technique and rhythm and like all the technical side of yeah. poetry you know when i write poetry now it's not necessarily as technically like rhythmic and perfect but it's still from the heart <laughs> and how did you change that how did like, did you learn about poetry, or did you just keep going and be like you know what i don't like this i'm just gonna do my own thing with what with uh changing your poetry from more structured to to the, the new the narrative or the style it has now i'm like, trying to sound smart oh like very <laughs> rhyme and like rhythm yeah be, less so yeah because when i like when i i like i said when i do my writing for journalistic purposes it's for for that so it's very formulated it's, yeah. it's boring i don't like it uh -huh. but i have a hard time 
just pulling out my notebook and and expressing mm-hmm. myself, you know, in a fun way. And I'm just like, ah, that that's not right. You know, <laughs> it's not an MLA format or something. Oh you know, God. AP style was not used here. Mm. So how did you say, you know what, I don't get less structured? Yeah. With it. Yeah. It wasn't really a choice. It just happened. Like it just shifted on its own because, okay, back then when it was very rhyme and rhythm based, that's when I was writing a lot, like every day. It was it was constant. And this was when I was working at this bar, which I was not happy at. So it was like a needed outlet. So I think because I was doing it so much, it just perfected my technique. Oh, okay. And then now I don't write as much. So it's like. Of course, like the memory of it is still there, but it's like, you know, it's like muscle memory. If you don't keep using it, it's not going to be as quick. The flow isn't going to be as immediate, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why. But I still write, you know, I still write because I it's necessary for me. It's like how I breathe. It's like how I like inhale and exhale. Yeah. You know, it's so necessary for me. So that's why even if it's not like as perfect, I still need to do it. No, that that is, yeah, the doing. And even if it's not, I used to have, when I first started writing, that was, a, again, a big issue. It was like, compare myself to like a John Steinbeck or something. Mm. Like, this isn't Hemingway level. <laughs> like, I got, this is garbage. And it's like, no, you just got to do it. Yeah. Do it eventually. Yeah, you'll you'll find your own voice, your own rhythm, I guess. And Yeah. And I, I mean, I also don't judge it, you know? Like, it may not be as rhythm and rhyme, but it's becoming a little bit more like longer. It's becoming more like leaning towards what could become like a web series, like a script, a, like a story. Yeah, you know, it's just shifting. So there, there are ideas to keep putting it out there in a in a way that that it seems like in a way that calls you, right? I'm, I yeah. feel like you're you're not gonna try to be like, oh, this is what's popular now. Let me do that. Mm-hmm. It has to naturally come to. Oh, that's that's cool. So this can. What would that web series? What if you made a character? I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm having all, all these, all these freaking ideas. Oh, and then actually, <laughs> what what is this Five of Cups? Does that does that say anything? Does that mean anything? Yeah, Five of Cups in tarot. That's a pretty um, low point in someone's life. So the image in like the traditional Rider weight tarot deck, which is like the go to tarot deck for somebody starting, it's like somebody they're like standing looking out, and you see their back. Okay, and they have like this heavy black coat draped over them and they're looking down Mm -hmm. Um, and there's three spilt cups like on the floor in front of them and two behind them that they still have liquid in them. I don't know what if it's water, a drink, whatever it is. Right. The person is looking at the three spilt cups and like they're like facing some loss and they're just like in a really low and then some people who like have a more positive take on it, they're like, oh, but there's still two cups in the back or whatever. But I don't know. I don't. <laughs> the glasses half full or half empty kind of thing, right? Literally. Yeah. yeah, but I don't I don't like to force everything to be happy. You know, like I think loss and grieving is a process. You you can't rush it and just be like, oh, there's a silver lining. Like <laughs> That may help some people, but it, at least for me, it doesn't help. <laughs> No, it can still be bad. Yeah, cool. Because as Mexicans, we have Dia de los Muertos, you know, where we celebrate the dead. And instead mm-hmm. of being sad, we're like, no, fuck no. It's a party. It's happy. <laughs> like, we're going to play their favorite music and get drunk. That's that's interesting. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. I've been going through 
through a dark phase, mm-hmm. I would think. It, again, it's interesting where when you do things publicly like this, it's hard when you tell people like, I get depressed. And when you, I was so poignant when you said de- depressed because so many people were like, dude, you're just sad. Go for a hike or, or go do something. Go to the beach. And it's like, no, dude. Like, have you ever not been able to get out of bed? Yeah. Like, I've, oh my God, I've been you, like yelling at my, like, get yeah. the fuck up. Move. And you're just, yeah. Yeah, that's why I clarified because I think sometimes we use the word depression so lightly. Like, depressed, at least we use that lightly. Yeah. So that's why I was like, when I say depressed, I mean like I was in a depression. Like, I mean like the full meaning of it, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, because we all get sad, you know? We all we yeah. all go through that and just you just have bad days. But fuck, dude, there are some times when your, your brain wins in a bad, yeah. bad way. But the card was also, even if... You're not given much choice. You've inherited a ferocious voice, right? And I mean, you do podcasts. Like, you're using your voice. You know, do you feel like that's been really necessary for you in this time, using your voice? Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Because locally especially, being Mexican and and not anti-police, man. I know what my episodes sound like, but... Yeah, I, 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 I'm getting, I feel like, you know, there are things happening and I would like to be involved in not fixing them. I don't know if you could fix things, but I, I wouldn't know how, but I have this mm. and I've been there and, and that's, I don't feel as desperate, you know, not, cause I'm like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm getting the stories out that haven't been in the past. Like right. even, you know, we're not as big as KSBW or whoever the news station is, mm-hmm. but we're telling a story that they would never even touch, yeah. you know, or telling it in a way that they wouldn't see it, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. So I, again, without having this outlet, I would, I don't know where I would again, feel more desperate of mm-hmm. like something is happening. People are being hurt and I would like to help with that situation, but I don't know how mm-hmm. and right now I have this and I'm not saying that it's going to fix anything, but it's cool to be able to have these really candid conversations that, yeah. you know, about on the local level that would never happen otherwise. Or they would, but they'd be in a bar or a coffee shop or something and they would never be out publicly. I feel like in in this way, like it's a bigger platform, not only for your voice, but for whoever you choose to bring onto this, you know? No, and that's what we've We've had that before. We've had business owners or whatever. And afterwards, they're like, oh, we've been interviewed by the newspaper or something. But, you know, 10 or 15 minutes, they take whatever quotes. And again, not hating the the writer or anything. But here you can really express yourself Mm -hmm. over an hour. Oh, so many times people were like, dude, I didn't think I was going to say all that. Like, I didn't think I was going to get that deep. And it's really cool, you know, because I'm not like, oh, I got a scoop. Yeah, it's like. That must feel good, you know, yeah. that they they that weight was unloaded off of them and it was my platform that they were right. able to do that on. And I never feel that burden get passed on to me, you know, mm. kind of like dissipates into the air or something. Mm-mm. So yeah, so it's it's been been fun. I'm all I feel like I need to lay down like a, like You know, a, and that's that's probably why people can open up with you too. Because it's like you don't have your own like you're not like, oh, I want this specific story and I'm going to, you don't have that preset like intention already. You know, it's more organic Yeah. for like that person to say what they want, say what their story is instead of have to fit to like a already set story, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that is true. And at first some people are like, cause I'm, I don't say, oh, 
Minute five, we're going to talk about this. Minute mm-hmm. ten, we're going to talk about this. It's like, no, I'm going to do a bio and we're going to talk about you. And it's kind of like overwhelming. It's like, but yeah, once you get them and get them comfortable and, mm. and yeah, and that's what I love is that, again, you get the realness, you yeah. get the realness, you hear the voice. Cause that's another thing is on, on written paper, someone could say something very poignant and, and it could go by people cause yeah. they didn't feel that emotion. Mm. So I, I think that that's really cool. And again, and it's all Salinas. Yeah. There's always a Salinas connection. You're, you're kind of like the, the least Selena's connection but I think what a cool story I I think you know it it makes sense you know like again going back to the news they're not gonna find you and interview you and be like dude you moved into Selena's during (laughs) during the pandemic what's your story you know and and I'm sure there's dozens hundreds more people out there like you and Mm. so it's pretty cool to be to have you in here and to be like all right well you're gonna come back in a year when you've moved to Bakersfield or whatever and you're like ugh, Selena's what? I, sorry. <laughs> no, anyway. I wouldn't want to do that. I know. I'm always belittle my poor little town. I want to like you haven't experienced no Salinasness, but there's nothing. There's a rodeo, and I don't think. I don't know, are you into rodeos? Oh no! I keep seeing the sign for it. Like there's like a sign that like has a countdown of how many days or something. <laughs> really? There's a countdown. Yeah. <laughs> We're really into that thing. <laughs> but no, I I <laughs> I haven't seen anything beyond that we also actually i want to mention this and i hope i can get this episode out in time speaking of events next saturday is salinas valley food and wine oh okay they're bringing that back and it's always a fun event you know you get to walk around drinking what's wrong yeah there's no oh. yeah that's fun i always like i mean day drinking is always awesome but well you know what able to walk around downtown while drinking that's that's even funner and I'm sure tickets are still, I think they're like 45 bucks or something. You don't need a ticket to get there, but you need a ticket to drink like at oh, the different okay. drink stations. Yeah. You know, the people that work at the bars, maybe you don't. Uh. <laughs> That's the cool thing about that. I'm still, I'm like looking back at the card now. I'm like, how did the card know me? Oh, I yeah. Didn't I just kidding. Like, I'm like, I'm a believer. <laughs> what What do you say? Like, do people make, make fun of you thinking it's like some kind of like woo-woo magician type stuff uh thankfully i haven't gotten too much of that i mean i'm sure if people may think it but they haven't said it to me you know cowards (laughs) which is good no i prefer that i think also tarot and just like spirituality is becoming more in you know at least i see it a lot in like conversation you know, maybe not tarot as much, but a lot of people talk about their zodiac signs and not just surface level, but like in depth, like they're like, this is my sun sign. This is my moon sign. This is my Venus. And this is what it means. And it's funny because I don't I don't actually resonate with my astrology at all. Really? Yeah. What's your life number? Do you I, know what that is? I've heard of that. OK, but yeah, I mean, it's not something I'm like very into you know yeah but if people tell me like why they're into it of course i'll support you like of course i'll like if somebody tells me their sign and why it's so meaningful to them of course like i believe you but at the same time like don't ask me my sign (laughs) (laughs) don't ask me my sign because it's not me It's, it's just it's not me i was at the bar last night and the person next to me we got to talking and she was like what's your sign like taurus she's like i'm a gemini and i'm like 
Is that like what does that mean? What is that supposed to? I don't know oh, what that yeah. means. Like she was saying it like, "Oh, dude, what? That you look like a total Gemini, man, because oh. of that." Like, well, I'm I can like, I can tell you what it means because because I do tarot. I'm like in in a lot of circles of people who know a lot about astrology, even though I don't necessarily follow it like, for myself. Put up with these weirdos again. <laughs> it's not like that. It's just it's not true for me. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but. What I'll I'll still follow like the timing of like the planets right now and how it affects us, you know. But when it comes to like this is your personality based on your date of birth, that's the part that never seems to resonate with me. What's your sign? I don't like to say. Okay, that's true. for that reason because people will like be like, oh, that's why you are like this. Yeah, one. and I'm like, no, but I'm telling you that I don't resonate with it. So don't judge me by something I'm saying doesn't work for me. But I'll believe you when you say it works for you. <laughs> right? Yeah, that yeah. that's a nice way to put it. But and and that's so true because it, yeah, you could say, "Oh, I'm this," and you can find two or three aspects of what that sign is and be like, "Oh, see? That totally represents you." And But you I know, can like, tell you like more about Gemini. What is what are when were you they said born? You're a Gemini. No, I'm a Taurus. Oh, oh, do you want to tell me you want me to tell you more about Taurus? Yeah. What a, I know that I'm stubborn. Is that what? <laughs> I guess stubborn yeah. Stubborn like bull. But I'll I'll say more like in depth so that you you can choose to resonate with it if you want, you know. But yeah, for Taurus, like it's an earth sign. So earth is, it's a fixed sign, meaning like you don't really like change. I don't. I'm down with that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't change fuck. I mean, yeah, it screws with me. This person like loves stability. They they think for the long term, like with any any sort of like business relationship, everything. It's like this person like is slow and like steady, you know, plans for the long term. So that's kind of like earth signs in general. Taurus is like one of the earth signs. I think there's like three or four. If you'd want to learn more about Taurus, I would feel like you'd have to research it because <laughs> I'm not like that in depth. But um, I do also know like Taurus loves sensory things like touch, sound, smell, everything. I think like sensory things just affect you more in both ways. Like they can like help and they can hurt. They just affect you a lot more. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, because yeah, when I'm driving down the valley and I'm looking at the mountains, I get this, like, I can't describe it. And I just sound like, I want to shake the people. Like, do you see this? Do you see what's in front of us? Like, like, are you not just inspired by the view? So crazy. Yeah, it's weird. And people are just like, what the fuck? They're just mountains. And I'm like, they look at, uh, we're in a valley. They go up 3,000 feet. They're green. It's, it's <laughs> the fog rolls over. They're fucking amazing. They're not just mountains, man. They're inspiration. See, now I'm, I'm totally like, I'm going to get like, I am a Taurus t-shirt. <laughs> Tauruses are the best. <laughs> that, that was true. That all those things do go for me. But like like you said, I, I'm I'm right there with you. I won't, I won't yuck your yum. Like, like yeah. <laughs> and, but also at the same time, I'm like, yeah, okay. Some of those things, like you just said, you know, some of those, damn, they're, they, they do, rep- they do kind of describe me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm so hard time trying to freaking talk also at the same time it's like a lot of it it doesn't resonate you know mm-hmm. like a lot of it sometimes i'm like that scorpio thing uh, <laughs> i'm more like that you know yeah. so um anyway 
<laughs> of course, I didn't think this was this was gonna turn into Walter Mercado hour. <laughs> do you have any idea who Walter Mercado is? No. Walter Mercado would do the horoscopes on the news in Spanish because that's how Mexicans get down. There's a show called I think it was on Primer Impacto. Anyway, but yeah, he would do they would do horoscopes and he yeah. would have these very elaborate white robes. Oh my god! And they used all this makeup and he was yeah he was very mm. very famous. <laughs> Very famous for uh, that's yeah that's why I learned about horoscopes. I was so mm. pumped when I was like, let's start wrapping this up because it's fucking warm in here. Yeah, it is. It's it's it it's is. muggy outside, and this studio gets hot, and we can't turn that fan on. And the AC apparently I have very little control over. I get like ten minutes worth of AC. But anyway, what was your Etsy shop again? Etsy.com uh, slash tarot t poetry t a r o t T-E-A, poetry. And then do you have other things other than your tarot deck? No, it's just this one. But I have the first version, which is white cards, and then it doesn't have any gloss on it. And so the version two, which is better quality and improved colors. Dude, they're they're really nice. I mean, this is something you would get at, a again, any store. If this was like 20 bucks or something, I would not question that at all it, it, it's very high quality did you design all of it yeah so do you also draw i don't you're just a writer yeah uh, well we settled on the poetry because you said that that's what you could do in your downtime right something quick to get your expressions out well i mean that was why i did poetry instead of like write a longer book or story you know but i mean i write because i need to <laughs> <laughs> That's that's a great way to put it. And that makes me want to write more because I try to call myself a writer. But <laughs> <laughs> like writers write. But I'm a sports writer and then there's there's they got fired from that. It's different to have to write like someone else's story. Right? I dude. That's hard. Cause like if you're not passionate about it, then what? Like how do you force yourself to write about it? That's true. Dude, but I, I want to really share my writing, but then I, I read my personal writing and I'm just like, this comes across like dark, you know, mm. like sad. Like I read it and I'm like, oh, like, yeah, that's again, I'm not walking around with a cloud over my head, you know, but like sometimes when you read it, it's like, oh, damn, people are going to, you're going to think like, and I'm just like, I don't know. It's just where my mind goes. See, but that probably comes out in your writing because you're not expressing it. Right. That's true. Because you don't feel like you're safe to express it. And maybe like that's even why you don't share your writing or like you under undersell it, you know? That's true. I do. I'm all thinking. I'm going to, I'm literally going to just sit and like meditate in my garden for like two hours after this and just yeah. be like. Because it's not bad if your writing is dark, you know? Like sometimes people who are going through the same things, like when they read that, they feel like they're not alone. They feel like, oh, that's exactly what I was feeling. But this person was able to put words to it, you know, and now I have the words for it. Yes. Right. So it can it can be powerful just because it's like a dark emotion doesn't mean that it has a bad effect on people. It could actually have a really, really good effect on someone, <laughs> you Th know. That is an excellent way to put it, because, yeah, there's a, a, a different podcast idea that I've been throwing around Again, like it's amazing of how much of us have similar struggles mm -hmm. internally, especially, but because like society is not, not, you know, you don't really talk about that kind of stuff. So I think a lot of us suffer 
more in again that suffering in silence kind of thing mm-hmm. only because society deems it too weird to tell somebody like hey you know sometimes i'm sad and i can't get out of bed or whatever it is right, right. and so yeah so it makes sense that it, you know if you do it publicly somebody you know you can give somebody the courage to be like mm-hmm. that what they said is what i feel you know exactly. so now there's dozens of us out there right anyway yeah like i said i just gotta sit and think <laughs> but anyway samira thank thanks for doing this thank you for coming on i apologize for not being more knowledgeable about this and i mean i i learned a lot i mean it, I, I think did you i feel like i feel like your podcast is like selena's underground and it's like supposed to get like deeper but i feel like we stayed surface no we definitely did because this was an introduction you know i didn't i didn't want to push too much yeah. um I, literally you know because i i i don't I, I barely met you i don't usually i was like i'm not a hard-hitting journalist or whatever uh. anyway but i was definitely going to say that you know now you've been on here again that introduction has been made now we have the chemistry here so i'm gonna be like next time i can come here and be like okay now i have serious questions uh-huh. <laughs> now i really want to ask stuff you called out my underground like all right <laughs> let's go deep let's go deep <laughs> but no i mean yeah so, wait that means i come back yeah no i'm I'm down i would love to, to have you back and like i said we're we're having i'm filling up the guest book now every week Every once in a while, I'll I'll do it without guests. And mm-hmm. actually, it's funny because the again, the whole police thing and all that. Mm-hmm. I did that with with my other uh, co-host Electro from the Electro and Bono Movie Power Hour. Again, for that reason, I was like, dude, I don't. You're gonna come on here, and I'm be like, dude, the cops keep killing teenagers, dog. Like, we gotta yeah. change something. And then you could be like, oh, I don't wanna, you know, I don't want it, you know, my opinion to be publicly out there about you know this or that. So that's why I was like, I'll want to do it with you. I'll do this without the guests. So then I can let the guests focus on themselves and their story. And so, oh, yeah. Oh. So that's why I, I didn't want to to push or get or bring my politics or whatever out or my philosophies. What? No, that's fine. Bring bring your philosophies out. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, a, I'm an existentialist. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I am For your values, you know, that's okay. Be yourself. I, I'm like, I am always myself. I'm like, no, I'm always fake. Dude, so actually, yeah. What what do you read? Uh, Let's go there. Yeah. What do you read? Okay, so right now, I'm reading two books right now. I read multiple books at a time. That, yeah, <laughs> that's normal. You're one of us. What? No, you were you were like, oh, I can't read this book because I have to read this one first. Well, because I've yeah, like I said, I've realized that yeah, because I do the multiple book thing and then I just start conflating both books uh, into one. So that's why I literally even bought a, a notebook. Yeah. So now I'm going like taking notes on chapter oh. one and then takes notes on chapter two. Oh my god! But anyway, you're reading two books right now. Yeah. So the first one is called Plays by Asian American Women. No, the the it's it is plays by Asian American women. It's four plays, but the title of the book is "The Politics of Life." <laughs> the politics. Of- the politics of life. That's what it's called. So it's very broad, but I yeah. I feel like it is very fitting. I guess it's kind of like it's not like politics. Like oh, let's talk about theory. It's politics. Like this is my lived experience, you know, and these are the politics that affect how I walk through the world, my stories, how people treat me, yeah, you know, that kind of politics. So, yeah, I like it. It's really good. And, and then the other one is uh, 
It's like about trauma. It's like how your body holds trauma. It's called The Body Keeps the Score. Oh, well, that's a great title. But the thing is, so that one, everyone in my circles was talking about it. My, so I just assumed, like, this book is not written by a white man. <laughs> <laughs> because most people in my circles are not white or men. So I just assumed. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I feel privileged to be. I'm not saying I'm in your circle. but <laughs> So I just assumed you know if it was resonating with all of us but actually that wasn't the case and when i started reading it oh, it's so hard for me to get through because there's just some things that this white author who will say that like only hold true for white men you know like oh. like even the ways that he, he starts off talking about P ptsd is about like this man who returned home from war, the Vietnam War in the US. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but what about the what about all of the women who have PTSD from those men who took it out on them? You know, from those men who took their trauma out on them. Yeah. Oh. You know, like those stories are not PTSD isn't discussed in that way. Oh, and so it's it's very hard for me to get through the book and have to like twist things around to apply it to my experience when trauma is only told in the perspective of the oppressor <laughs> like it's like only the oppressor who like has trauma and it's like only the oppressor who is given the background story on why they act the ways they do and like why this trauma makes them like treat people the ways they do and like why don't we get those background stories yeah <laughs> you know it's very frustrating so it's it's honestly triggering for me to read the book because i have trauma and for me to have to like hear how trauma is held in the body of people who have abused me and then have to not only be triggered by that but then like change it so that i understand how trauma is held in my body that doesn't make sense that's way too much like way too much work on me yeah it's almost like the abuser is trying to convince you that they're the actual victim instead yeah. of you yeah but yeah that's yeah that no and that's so it's a good point because again being from like i said the east side and all that and um, vallejo also has it, it's it's issues of that but um, people don't really talk about like PTSD growing up in bad neighborhoods, mm -hmm. you know, and it, it, again, Vietnam War, like they, dude, there's some people as unfortunate as it is that they do grow up in a war like or war zone like right. places in the United States. And they are automatically just like, nope, they're just violent and loud or yeah. whatever. That's just who they are. Mm -hmm. And that's why they live in those neighborhoods. And that's why those neighborhoods suffer from that and it's like you are so wrong yeah like, like why don't why don't you get to why don't you give background stories to them like why don't you give background stories to us why is it always like the people are very selective about who they allow to have like a background story on why they act the ways they do yeah know? yeah dude you have no idea you have no idea yeah actually you're brown you have some idea <laughs> we're in this together but again i like I said, if it, it sucks because I sometimes like if I get upset, not that I go out like I, I, I usually am pretty reserved, you know, and but basically like if I get upset at something, 
I I can't show it outwardly, and mm-hmm. sometimes I I I try to to not because automatically it's I'm the angry Mexican, you know. Yeah. And that's what look at him, look like no, like I'm upset, not like because you're treating me different, right, you know, right. like like I, no, like it's, it has nothing to do with like oh my Mexican spice, like no, I'm I'm you could get upset at like if right. the roles were reversed, you would have the right to be upset because. That was a shitty thing that I did to you, but because you did that shitty thing to me, I just have to take it, and I and I I can't be upset because all of a sudden it's like, look at all you people are like that, and it's like, no, no, you you get the benefit of the doubt, to, right. like, yeah, it's so it's okay, like, and yeah, and when they get mad, it's oh well, they had a bad day or. They just lost their job or whatever. Oh. It's like, why do you, why do they, you, everyone's making excuses. Why can't we, at least let's all get the same excuse, you know, like don't, mm-hmm. don't give it to certain people. Right. But yeah, it's so interesting. And that's also going back to part of why I enjoy doing this mm-hmm. is that again, this isn't the biggest outlet. It has the potential, you know, it's out there for whoever wants to listen to it and please do and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but we're, we're, genuinely telling stories and when people come on here business owners come on here or whoever and and says wow i didn't i didn't think i would share that yeah. you know it's like not only did you share that we were able to record it and broadcast mm. it so if, if people read it and say ah that could be misquoted or maybe we're not getting it right it's like no like now you get to actually hear it mm-hmm. and these are stories that you know a lot of the times they they in the journalistic sense, they would be pretty boring, mm. you know, like, and so, so they don't do it. Mm. But so that's why I love that we can do that. But who gets to define what is boring? Editors. Like, because when you're trying to pitch a story, editors? yeah, they use, yeah, and they usually are. Right. So, like, how come they get to define what is boring and what is interesting? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and, well, that's what's like traditionally you'd be like, you know, that we all got to go to college and, and get these jobs that they have. So then we could start making those decisions. But I'm like, fuck that. Nowadays, we can just do it ourselves. <laughs> like I, you know, now yeah. we are our editors. The right. They're their editors, you know, right. like they talk about what they want to talk about. I talk, you know, like yeah. we get to decide what's interesting. They don't get mm-hmm. to tell us that these stories are not. I think they are. And mm-hmm. the feedback also agrees. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah so it, it's yeah i mean i did cool. that in the cards like in the in the cards that i made i get like very specific with like my identities you know and if i wanted to pitch this to like a white publisher they would be like oh this isn't relatable this isn't universal they love that word this isn't <laughs> universal this is niche i'm like why do you get to define that? You know, like, yeah. and if that is so, like, how come, like, white men are selling books to everyone? Like, why, why are, how is theirs automatically universal? Why isn't theirs niche to just white men? You don't treat it, treat it that way, right? Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, there's always a double standard. <laughs> no, it's, oh, dude, I recently saw it at white men make up 30% of the population, but like 64% of the elected officials mm. in this country. And like, what? Those dudes are a fraction of the country, and they make all the decisions. Yeah, and they make decisions for that's the crazy thing. I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm a feminist or whatever, but that one blows my mind with the the reproduction rights and all that shit. And it's mm-hmm. always like old white guys, and like you, 
you get to decide what women do with that. Like, why? <laughs> why is that even a thing? Yeah, it's their, it's their fucking bodies. Let them fucking mm-hmm. do whatever they want. It's like they have as many babies as they want, or none at all, or whatever. Why are we even talking about this? Yeah. <laughs> and also, I would, dude. Like tampons and all that shit would be free when I'm president. Mm-hmm. All that I don't that blows my fucking mind that right. that costs money. Yeah, and that's to- totally one of those that if if it was again flip and the roles if cheap. men's yeah exactly yeah. well and that's what trips me out is that there's there's price ranges so there yeah. must be better and worse ones and why is the the poor literally the poor young woman have to, to to deal with i mean even if it's if if it's just like an embarrassment then you know like oh it's still functional you know but yeah. it just doesn't look like well why doesn't she get to experience that like uh, i don't know that one blows my mind right we half of the people on the earth we know is that this is gonna happen as soon as they're born and we make them pay it's yeah. it's which blows like they're people have to make or women have to make it some women have to make the decision between like food and then mm-hmm. and something like tampons and shit and i'm I, I don't know it's weird i can't even put it into words sometimes of how stupid it is. and that's only because men are in charge <laughs> that it's only the because again if, if we had periods that shit would be free we'd yeah. be getting a box every fucking month <laughs> of free government issue right. and they'd be good shit too it wouldn't be no janky stuff yeah and it, it's so weird it's how like women aren't like five percent of the population it's literally half of the people on earth like yeah. how can we be just ignoring half of the people it's right. so weird it's so weird I'm, I'm sorry that you guys are fighting so hard just to just to, just to be like hey we exist <laughs> one out of every two is us and we make a hundred percent of them so anyway i didn't mean to get all feminist that was my feminist rant for the day <laughs> It blows my mind. It blows my mind. The the whole like uh, sanitary napkin thing mm-hmm. is is mind boggling. At, at you know at the school what should you can be- do, like as a practical thing, is you can buy tampons and keep keep some on you. Like I feel like a tampon, a pad, you know, like maybe a variety. Keep them on you so that like you know when people ask around women, like ask usually another woman. Like, oh, do you have a tampon? Do you have a pad? And if that woman doesn't have one, you know, but then, like, you do, you can offer it. But those conversations usually just happen between women and people perceived as women. So you would, if you had it on you, you would have to, like, tell tell women. You would have to be the one who tells women, like, I have tampons yeah. and I have pads and I can offer this to you, you know? Right, yeah. and, and that's tough because I'm sure some women would be like, "Oh, it's a little weird." You know, not not anyone would see them see me as an ally. I think they'd be like, "Yeah, sure, that's how you're trying to." That's a that's a weird approach. <laughs> be like, "Hey, this works. Chicks dig it." But that's it, and I'm always I'm always with my backpack. You know, yeah. That's that, I'm gonna I'm gonna be that guy. <laughs> and never well i was because the way i was thinking about it is like as soon as because we if we can ever start making money at this podcast thing yeah i'm like literally gonna bake that into day one of like give me your receipts for that like the company's gonna pay for that shit Mm-mm. that was my thought of like you know when, yeah. but i don't know if i don't know if we'll ever make money though <laughs> but that's a good way to to do it now you know that's something yeah. I, I could start right now 
And damn, I feel like I'm going to see you next time and be like, open your backpack. Let me see what you got. Uh. <laughs> Calling you out. Were you just trying to be cool for your listeners? Or? <laughs> but anyway, Samira, um, thank you for coming on. Is there anything else? Like I said, this isn't it. We, I, I can definitely stay here for three or four hours. No problem. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I can talk. But there's, there's plenty of time. We're here every week. Um, you seem to like the town. You might stick around for a bit. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, so I definitely will we'll get into to more underground stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, as the time goes on. We, yeah, we love having people come back. Mm-hmm. over and over but anyway before we sign off and head out is there anything else that i missed what did i spew any ignorance that you would like to clear up before uh, damn i didn't i meant that as a joke and you're just gonna be like oh well <laughs> <laughs> well you asked a few questions so i'm just like backtracking yeah i'm sorry that's the adhd no it's okay i get it but I don't think so. Buy the deck. How much is it? Uh, so it's twenty nine, in person, online with shipping. It's like thirty three. And again, it's it is really well. It's it's great. It's really well done. It's one of those again thirty three dollars, and it gets to your house. You're gonna open it, and you're gonna be like, "This is completely worth it. This is it's really nice." And uh, and again, and it's a real working tarot deck that's (laughs) imbued with some kind of magic or something. But but no, but again, it's not designed just to look like tarot cards. They're actual tarot cards. Yeah, yeah. And and it's got the the five of cups as well. (laughs) The one that came up for you, yeah. Yeah, that that card, man, that's interesting. It just popped up like, what's up? Uh. You're going through that darkness. You still got two cubs, dude. I'm gonna just think about that. I just get what, dude. That's so funny. Yeah, next time I'm really sad, I'm just gonna tell myself, you know what? You still got two cups, and that's gonna really, <laughs> it's really gonna keep me going. I don't oh think God. about those two cups that still have liquid in them. Um, but once again, thank you for coming on. Mm-hmm. Thank you for yeah, and yeah, thanks to all the listeners. And and like I've mentioned before, if you like this, go check out our other shows. You know, Salad Bites Media has. Four other shows that we do. We got the A through One Comadres for all you comadres out there. And again, they are like the life number. I brought that up because I I produce their show. Yeah. So they are. That's like uh, Frenchie, one of the hosts. That's her main questions. What's your uh, horoscope? What's your uh, and so she's always and, and it blows my mind because people are like, oh yeah, I'm a Taurus with like a bad moon rising or whatever. And yeah. yeah. Um, and then they're like, what's your life number? And I'm always like, somebody's going to look at them weird. And they're, But they're always like, seven. Now, you look like a seven. I'm just like, what is this? What is all this? Do I have a number? <laughs> so anyway, that's the Comadres. And then we also, if you like movies, we got the uh, Electron Bono movie Power Hour. We just did uh, The Quiet Place 2. And we're going to release next week uh, America, the motion picture. And then we also have the Nakama podcast, of course, for any anime needs. Real anime, man. Again, people are like, I like anime. Then I show them descriptions. and They're like, never mind. I don't like it that much. Never heard of any of that. And then the newest one is the Stay Low podcast, which is our sports podcast. And, yeah, those guys are very, very knowledgeable. We've got Samaj, Ruben, and Anthony there 
dropping the knowledge. I'm sitting here as well, just like all I know is soccer. Um, but yeah, Samira, once again, thanks for coming on. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>